Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, Found out my best friend, 25 female, has been using my pictures, 26 female, to catfish a guy she's been talking to since 2015. Man, I don't know where to go from here, so I thought I'd go to Reddit. My best friend, we call her Maggie, and I met our freshman year of college. We are now roommates and moved in together two years ago. In 2015, my best friend spent spring break a couple of states away and matched with a guy on Tinder. When she came back to campus, she immediately told me about him and how amazing he was and and how they only went out to dinner once. Edit, this was obviously a lie. But they were talking 24-7. I got super excited and asked to see a pic. That was the only picture of him she's ever shown me. Over the past five years, he's literally been her whole world. She talks about him constantly. She always has her nose in her phone. She gets clingy when he takes too long to text back. She's cried to me a few times because she's lurked on his social media and seen he was around other girls. My roommate doesn't have social media herself. I had asked a few times why they have never met up again and she said they're both too busy and don't have the money for the trip. I even told her that he could stay with us and that would save some money. He sent presents and even flowers on Valentine's Day every year. They've basically been dating this whole time. So yesterday, my roommate picked up a shift at work and was gone. I get a knock on our door and I open it to a guy. He says hi and I give a confused hi. He then barges in and scoops me up into a hug. He starts saying, I thought you were working. I was hoping your roommate was here so I could surprise you when you got back. And I am so confused. I immediately get down and back away and and let him know I have absolutely no clue what he's talking about. My brain can't even process what's happening. Then he looks confused and says, Maggie? And I'm like, no, that's my roommate. My roommate and I look nothing alike, so I'm even more confused. Then something kind of clicks and I think, oh my god, is this the guy she's been dating? So I say, wait, are you Adam? And he gives me a very slow yes. And I get excited and say, oh my god, I bet Maggie is going to flip out. I can't believe you're here. His demeanor completely changes. He asks me what I'm talking about. I'm Maggie. And I tell him, no, I'm Summer. Maggie's roommate. At this point, I'm still completely missing something. He has just pieced together. He just says, holy fuck, and looks like he doesn't know what to say. Eventually, he asks if he can sit down. I invite him in. He then proceeds to tell me for the past five years, he's thought he's been talking to me. Every picture he's seen of Maggie has actually been pictures of me. I'm completely dumbfounded, and we don't know what to say to each other at first. So he gets out his phone and shows me proof. 
He has tons of pictures of me saved on his phone and went to their messages and showed me proof that she's been sending them to him. I felt and still feel completely sick to my stomach. I get out my phone and show him real pictures of her. I tell him maybe they could still talk when she gets off of work. And he's really pissed at this point. I say maybe we should call her first and let her know he's here. So I do that and she starts flipping out, saying she's not coming home, tells him to leave and that she won't talk to him. He calls her and starts yelling at her over the phone. After everyone calms, she eventually comes home. He's hurt and accusing. She's crying and I'm sitting there awkwardly. She tells him that she's still the same person he's had feelings for and he screams at her, no, I thought I was in love with your roommate and that completely makes her break down so I tell him maybe he should leave for the night and everyone should have their own space. He agrees and after he leaves she goes completely psychotic on me and starts throwing shit around the living room. Tells me she hates me. I start crying and it's a mess. I left to stay with a friend and haven't been back so I don't know what's gone down. I feel like I have no idea who this person I'm living with is and I feel weirdly violated. Do I move out? Do I try to call her? She hasn't even texted me. I don't know how to deal with this situation. And in the comments on this one, there's a lot of responses to the update because the update was in the same post. So we may cover the comments afterwards. I'll have a look at them and see if we should. But for me in this one, that's not a friend. I know it's going to be incredibly hard for you because you consider this person to be your best friend, but that's not a friend. Yes, she may have insecurities about her looks or whatever the reason she's doing this for, but that's not an excuse to give away your pictures, your private information, hell, even your address for him to turn up at your door and then suddenly scoop you into his arms. You didn't know that person. He could have potentially been dangerous. And I think I'm not sure about the legalities of that one. And I'm sure some of the comments will go over that. But for me, I always commit for a trust point of view. The trust is broken. You're never going to be able to trust that person again. You look at them the same way. Are you going to be able to trust that person's not using your pictures again? I would always be side-eyeing that person. So for me, I'd want to be out of there or then be out of there. But I think given the situation and that some random person's just turned up to your door, scooped you in their arms, I think I wouldn't feel comfortable there either. So I'd want to move out. And sorry, I know I'm going on on this one, but what was her end game in this as well? Five years she's been doing this so far. And eventually, if she wanted a serious relationship, surely they'd have to meet up. And it's always going to end badly using someone else's pictures. Holy moly. But that's just me. So now we're going to move on to Opie's update to find out what happens next. So Opie says, thank you guys for all your advice and comments. Many of you saying... You've been in mine or Adam's position. It's made me feel better. I'm going to go ahead and just post an update because I don't think there'll be more of an outcome than this. I ended up having a phone call with Adam and mostly because I wanted to know about the pictures she sent. Turns out she sent pictures of me in my underwear and nudes that aren't actually of me or her. So we're assuming she got those from Google. He feels really bad and is actually having a hard time with all of this. I assured him I don't blame him at all for the underwear pics or anything like that. He ended up telling me that they actually have FaceTimed, but she would never show her face, only the top of her head slash hair, which is dyed a similar color to mine. Never thought anything of this. Now, I think it might be really weird. And her excuse was she felt like she looked bad on video, was self-conscious, or didn't have makeup on, etc. He said he didn't think it was weird. I don't know. 
He also told me he's tried a ton of times to arrange visits to meet and she's came up with excuses every time. Said that he's been mostly content to talk through text slash over the phone up to this point. Also said he's going to try to reach out to her one more time to talk about everything, but that he's moving on. As for me, I'm not sure I can break my leash yet, but I'm going to go ahead and move out and in with a friend until my lease is over. We briefly talked when I went to my apartment and she sort of half apologized, but is still pretty hostile and defensive. So I'm going to give her space. I feel bad for her, but I don't think our friendship is going to survive this whole thing. Anyway, this has been some crazy shit and I appreciate all the responses I got. Y'all are awesome. And we will cover a couple of comments and just remember some of these might be before the update, etc. So Pine says, I was the Adam in a situation like this. It was three years. You need to move out. Get away from this Maggie. People like that are not okay. Don't put yourself through this anymore. I went no contact when it happened, effective immediately. My Maggie messed with me for years to come and we were countries apart. Just get away and stay away. That's all I have to say. Smarty Pants says, okay, your best friend is crazy. She's clearly insecure about her looks. Covets your looks and life, which is why she stole it as her own and resents you now for being the unintentional object of Adam's affection even though she's the one that created the fucked up situation in the first place. Get yourself away from her as fast as you can. If someone can perpetuate a lie and catfish someone for five years, they're sociopathic. Move out, cut ties, and be safe. Old Zumi says she catfished him for years. This is a horrible human being. Get all your pictures off her devices, notify your college security, and file a police complaint against her. You have no way of knowing how many people she sent your pictures to. What she did was a huge violation of your privacy and your rights as a person. She's totally untrustworthy. Eclectic says, I would find a friend that you trust or two and go back to your apartment and make sure it's in decent shape. And I would make her go find a place to stay. And I would change the locks. Depending on how long the lease is, I would move or tell her to find a new apartment and be looking for roommates. I understand her reaction because she was caught in a terrible lie, but the fact that she dragged it out for five years and lied to both of you and this guy and then blamed you for answering the door just means that she's not well. Of course, one thing that makes this unbelievable is why would a guy date somebody over the phone for five years and make no effort to see them in person? OP responded saying, I have no clue. From what I was always told, neither of them had enough money to visit. My roommate dropped out of college and works as a waitress and they were waiting to save up. No idea if that's true or if tried or what. And that's probably a very good point about them being unwell too. We obviously don't know, but certainly not normal behavior, is it? So maybe informing the family. I'm not, again, I'm not saying OP should. OP should certainly be looking after themselves at this point. But maybe if they wanted to, to inform the friend's parents and just say that this is what's going on at the minute and it seems really unhealthy. Maybe you want to look into that. But I totally understand OP's got a lot to deal with for themselves at the moment as well. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. I was quite surprised the amount of people saying they had a similar experience down in the comments. I know it's a big world and there's a lot of people and a lot of shit going on out there, but I always find it incredibly scary and sad when people are relating to the stories like this one. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit and does come with an update as well from Why Stole The Money, who says, My wife stole our daughter's college money to fund her shopping addiction and wants me to take the blame. I'm stuck in between a rock and a hard place and I don't know what to do. And the problem is I can't discuss this with anyone I'm close with for privacy reasons. I've been with my wife Andrea, 48 female, and my stepdaughter Cassie, 17 female, for eight years now. I love them both to death, but Cassie is a very brilliant young woman. Recognizing her potential, me and Andrea decided to put together a college fund for Cassie so she wouldn't be crushed by debt. Over the years, it's amounted to over $200,000. Cassie is aware of this and is banking on it since she's been trying to get into the Ivy League. To make a long story short, last week I found out that almost $170,000 of the money was missing from the account. I freaked the fuck out and asked Andrea if she knew anything about it. She teared up and said that she'd been spending the money over the years to fund her spending habit. I was furious, but I had a moment of clarity. I browsed these subs enough to know that an affair was possible, so I asked her if she was having one. She adamantly denied it and offered any proof I needed. Social media accounts, emails, her work phone, everything. She offered to show me the receipts as well. There was nothing that popped up as suspicious, and the maths from the receipts added up as well, so I let it go. But we still had the major problem of the money being gone. She described herself as a shopping addict and the money from Cassie's account was just too tempting not to use. She didn't make excuses but offered no solutions. As stated before, I was beyond furious. She's ruined Cassie's chances at going to college debt-free and has changed the trajectory of her whole life. I asked her to stay with her sister while I tried to figure this out. Cassie was concerned about why she was leaving but we just said she needed a little bit of space. I asked Andrea to come back home yesterday and we had an extremely long discussion about how to handle this. She stopped me from talking and asked a favor of me. She asked if I could take a fall for her. For context, her and Cassie don't get along for a variety of reasons and knowing how independent Cassie is, she'll probably leave right after college if not during. In fact, me and Cassie get along very well and she comes to me for a lot of her issues. Andrea fears this will permanently drive Cassie away and she doesn't want to lose her. I told her that before we even talk about that, she needed to acknowledge her mistake and own it. She needed to go to individual therapy. We needed couples counseling. She needed to find a shopaholic support group and I would be controlling the finances from now on. She said those terms were steep but fair. 
I said she needed to tell Cassie what she did, apologize and hope for the best. She refused and said she could never lose Cassie. She said I could survive the mistake, but she couldn't. I told her that in order to even consider me taking the fall, she needs to agree to my terms. I don't know what the hell to do. The last thing I want to do is lie to Cassie, but I don't want Andrea and Cassie to split up forever. And the worst part about this whole thing is, is that Cassie's life is ruined either way. And I don't know how to replenish the money other than maybe borrowing from my 401k. Reddit, do you have any suggestions? Divorce is always an option, but I love Andrea despite her mistakes and me dating at the age of 52 is next to impossible. And as I said, we do have a couple of edits on this post and then a further update as well. And to me, all I can say in this one is absolutely do not take the fall for this at all. Because eventually the truth will come out and it's just going to damage your relationship with Cassie. But someone asked OP how they didn't notice this money was going missing and OP said, unfortunately, it's due to neglect on my part. It was my wife's idea to create the account and she handled it. I just gave her money and she showed me statements. As for the stuff I did notice, I always knew my wife likes spending money, but she has a good job and contributes heavily to our IRA, so I didn't mind. But I did question some of the more extravagant stuff like spa days, Prada bags, and Christian Louboutin shoes. Pronunciation, I'm rubbish for that sort of stuff. But she explained them as sales and work bonuses. Another aspect is that she has a lot of wealthy friends, so she likes to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. And I just had a quick little cheeky Google at Christian Louboutin Le, Le <laughs> shoes. While having a cheeky little sip of my coffee here. My coffee almost come out my nose when I saw the prices. Holy moly. But Chopperello says, do not take the fall. The wife saying the terms you put on her was, were steep is bullshit. They're the bare minimum. She should be thanking all the gods you're not divorcing instantly. She lied, stole her daughter's financial independence and is now trying to make you complicit and avoid consequences. Do not give in. At a minimum, you are destroying the relationship you have with your daughter. Most likely that happens, then your wife will keep finding ways to overspend. Your daughter is so upset with you, she wants nothing to do with you anymore. And your wife leaves you because she, her daughter, is asking her how she could stay with a man who stole a college fund. There's no happy outcome here. So stay honest and truthful and whatever happens, happens. Pure thought says do not. Taking accountability means owning up to the person you hurt and dealing with whatever consequences comes your way. She's not dumb. She knew what she was doing was wrong and had zero intention of telling you until you found out yourself and confronted her. She needs to tell your daughter what she did and why her plans will have to change. If she actually cared, she'd be figuring out how to rectify her mistake without taking anything more from her kid. So now we're going to move into OP's edits on the first post, which says, Edit, after everyone in here knocked some sense into me, I realized I can't lie to Cassie. I love her too much and she deserves the absolute truth, no matter how ugly and how hard it is. I will be talking to Andrea and telling her that we need to tell her the truth together as a condition of us staying together, or else I will initiate divorce proceedings and tell Cassie anyway. Also, as someone suggested, I don't need her trying to flip the script on me, so I'll record our interactions going forward. Thanks. Edit 2. I want to thank everyone here for really opening my eyes yesterday. You're alright. I need to put Cassie first and like I said, I'll be telling the absolute truth. Even if she gets mad at me and disowns me, at least I know I did the right thing. In addition, I'm going to pay for her college myself. 
I can pull the money from a couple of places such as my retirement and inheritance, so it'd be okay. If I have to live a little frugally during my retirement and work a few extra years, then so be it. Cassie is worth it. I honestly doubt her mother is going to sell her stuff, so that's why I'm taking this route. As for Andrea, I've been criticized for wanting to let Andrea off the hook, so to speak. But it's easy to say when really deep feelings aren't involved. That being said, I don't think I can stay with her. What she did is horrendous and she ruined our daughter's future for her addiction. We had a long discussion late last night and I threatened divorce unless she told Cassie the truth. She begged me not to do this, but I put my foot down and eventually she agreed. But only if I agreed not to divorce and I helped to repair the relationship. I likely won't be doing either. She made her bed so she can sleep in it. So if I have to update, I'll probably just make a whole new post. Thanks a lot, guys. So then OP did make a whole new post, which says, I want to start this by thanking everyone who replied to me in the original post. You all showed me tough love and I appreciate that. I even appreciate those who are calling me a doormat because like I said in the previous post, it woke me up. I won't be staying with Andrea. She's lied and manipulated me and Cassie for far too long for me to stay with her. The fact that she stole from me, Cassie and Cassie's grandparents makes this as close to unforgivable as it gets. The most wronged party here is Cassie. She has an amazing future ahead of her and I refuse to let her future go to waste because of my wife made such selfish choices. Also, I'd like to take the time to answer some common questions, some of which I answered in the original post, but I'll post again here so everyone can see it. One, over half the money in the account came from Cassie's grandparents, aka Andrea's parents, Cassie's bio dad's parents, and my parents whom she calls grandparents. This money came in the beginning, which is why I knew how much was supposed to be in there. Two, I never handled the account. Although I claim Cassie's my daughter, she is only my stepdaughter officially. As such, her mother handles all financial matters related to her. I simply gave her the money to put into the account and she showed me, probably doctored, statements. My belief is that she pocketed the cash whenever I gave her the money. Three, I did notice all the stuff she was buying. She claimed that they were either on sale or because she got a work bonus. She makes a very good living and I thought was responsible with money, so I said, all right. I did ask her why she needed so many, oh God, that name again, Christian Louboutin shoes. She shrugged it off. And although people can't wrap their heads around it, it's very easy to spend $170,000. No shit looking at those prices. Ooh. Four, a large chunk of the money went to buy a Mercedes, which I thought was a lease. She had a seven-year-old Lexus that, according to her, her friends were laughing at. Keeping up appearances for her wealthy friends is very important to her. Five, Cassie and Andrea do not get along for a variety of reasons. Allegedly, Cassie takes a lot after her deceased father and Andrea can't relate to her at all. Or maybe doesn't try hard enough. Cassie much prefers me to talk to. We have a parent slash child boundaries, but Cassie considers me one of her best friends. Her words, not mine. Six, I realized taking the fall was her manipulating me. Plus, it would have opened me up to a crap ton of consequences that I don't need to deal with. Plus, honesty is always the best policy. Seven, I wasn't thinking properly in my last post and was afraid to be alone and single. I guess I have some issues being alone that I need to address. Plus, I really do love Andrea. We connect in a very deep way, but I'm still divorcing her. Oddly enough, a comment that senior homes have chlamydia outbreaks had me laughing and made me realize that I could date again at this age. Plus, you guys gave me some very nice compliments, so thank you for those.
After my final update on the original post, I talked to Andrea deep into the night. She went back and forth with me on admitting to Cassie what she did. She said that she or even both of us could get loans to take care of the money then. I said she had a problem and she needed to make amends, which was a talking point from there. When I threatened her with divorce, she agreed to tell her so as long as I don't divorce her. I guess she's afraid of losing everything. That afternoon, we sat Cassie down and told her the facts. She thought we were kidding at first, but when she realized we weren't kidding, she got extremely upset. I'll spare you the details, but she and Andrea got into an extremely loud and vicious shouting match. Cassie called her some truly awful names and Andrea, while she didn't curse at her, tried to defend herself but started getting angry at the name she was being called. It was so loud the neighbors called the police. I had to awkwardly explain the situation to them while hoping they didn't think I was some kind of wife beater. Cassie told Andrea that she never wanted to speak to her again and that she never wanted a dime of her money and stormed off. I asked Andrea at this point to stay with her sister indefinitely while we give Cassie some space. She didn't want to go. She fought me to stay, but I told her me and Cassie needed time apart from her. So she packed her stuff and went to her sister's house. As for Cassie, she went to her room and locked the door. She let me in after I told her that her mother had left. She cried in my arms and expressed that her future was now ruined. I told her it wasn't and that I would cover her college from my retirement and that I would make it right. She doesn't exactly know what a 401k is yet, but she told me that she doesn't want me to work until I'm 90 like the people in Walmart just because of her. I just told her she's worth it and that you do stupid things for the people you love. She said that she would start looking for scholarships and maybe other schools where she could get a full ride since she has excellent grades and extracurriculars. I then admitted that Andrea wanted me to take the fall for her and that I had considered it, but I came to my senses. She got upset with me and told me that would have been the stupidest thing that I could have done. She said she wouldn't have believed I did it anyway and it would have only made her more upset at her mother. She told me that she doesn't blame me and that she's not mad at me for the money being gone, but that she is mad I'd want to cover for her mother. I apologize for that. We talked and cuddled for a while longer before calling it a night. The next morning, I get a call from Andrea's parents asking if the story was true. Cassie had told them the story and they were calling to confirm. I had the voice recordings and bank statement to prove it. They were livid but begged me not to leave Andrea for this and to try and help her through her addiction. I told them I wasn't sure about that yet and hung up. A while later, my parents called and asked me about it. I confirmed. They're probably more mad than Cassie was, all things considered. They're threatening pressing charges. I told them to calm down and that I would handle it. Cassie is doing okay. She's still a little shell-shocked, but seems to be taking it as well as one could hope for. I made her pancakes this morning that seemed to brighten her mood a bit. I asked her if she wants to do therapy and she said she'd think about it. I will be doing therapy for myself. Andrea has been calling to talk and I'm just letting it ring. So she's leaving voicemails. She's offering anything to make it right. Money, sex, favors, you name it, but it's not going to work. I feel horrible for Cassie, especially so close to Christmas. I think I'm going to get her Billie Eilish tickets since that's her God. It won't make up for it all, but it's going a long way to help her feel better. So that's it for now. I guess I'll update if anything further happens, but I think this is pretty much it. Thanks all, you've been a tremendous help. Edit, I forgot to add, I watch my credit like a hawk, so there's nothing suspicious there, but it's going to be locked. I'll be going to my accountant next week to have Andrea removed from everything meaningful, life insurance, will, bank accounts, etc., and I'll be adding Cassie. 
I've started changing passwords and the like so Andrea doesn't have access. I'm stringing Andrea along with non-divorce until my accounts are secure. Also, from what I can tell, Cassie's credit is okay, but I'd be doing a deep scan and locking that as well. Edit 3. I can't believe I have to say this, but there's a few people saying it's creepy and I'm cuddling with my daughter. If sitting together with her crying on my shoulder and us talking is considered creepy, then sure, I'm creepy. Leave it to the internet to make things weird, I guess. And no, I don't think I'm some hero. I'm just trying to do the right thing. Wow, what a ride that one was. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm.